3: Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums
1: on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined.
2: What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app. And then it makes sure it goes out to iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. it. They take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out.
1: For fans, by fans. Section 336,
3: the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. Today on the show, the Orioles have only two wins since we last podcasted. We will tell you what they need to do to get back to their winning ways. And we take a closer look at two struggling Orioles in our first ever Jim Cramer inspired by sell segment. And we also tell you what else is going on in the world of Baltimore podcasting. All that and more on this edition of Section 336.
0: <laughs> Buckle up birds, be ready to ride. Your host Matt Shot are ready to fly. Baltimore's best section 336. The number one sports broadcast, gets your fix. What's the news? Let's talk about Buck. Our favorite Oreos. What's the latest lineup? Home runs and stolen bases. This is a trip. Stay tuned in at 336.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages. Welcome to Section Three Three Six, the next generation of Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your endearing, stuttering host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by the intern. I just you're, you're, you're screwed. I with know. Me. I was just seeing if everybody's on hey, there the on their toes. Hey, intern. No, I had my finger on another. Hello. button. Okay, and we're also
1: we're also uh, joined by the Zany Bert Rohde. What's up, guys? What's up, intern? I didn't say hi to you on my
4: way
3: in. Hi. And we have and uh, stepping in for Josh for a little bit of tonight's show. We have a special guest. In Caleb Joseph.
4: That's what confused me. Was I was on my on the bench for this? I was I was waiting Ka- to be Caleb.
3: Mr. Caleb Joseph, can you talk to about can you talk to us about what happened in the game, uh, last night? I
4: believe you were at the game. Yeah. You saw me on my knees for a good five minutes.
3: Yeah, that was pretty ugly. That was that was painful to watch. It was painful to be. I thought, don't you wear a cup back there? Yeah, but
4: everything. You know, it comes off sideways. Cups off for direct protection.
3: So so there's
1: still some uh, pinching possibilities.
3: <laughs> it sounds like you got a lot more than pinched last night. Yeah.
4: Th- thankfully, I had my first son last year. <laughs> so will be okay.
3: Do you prefer the term testicular injury or do you like uh, something involving just a, a groin-related injury? What, what terminology do you prefer? Or do you go right into the uh, more crude terminology? Which I will not say here on air.
4: Uh, I just hope this swelling will go down within the 15 days.
3: Oh, my. There's swelling involved?
4: It's like four or five times the size.
3: Oh, my gosh. That's huge. I can't wait to the ball bag segment tonight.
4: I just hope that this voice is recorded and we're not just hearing it in our headphones.
3: Oh, is that a possibility? Yeah. Uh, All right. We're also joined by the button lover, Josh Rocha.
2: It, that's not going to be any funny if that voice effect does not go out into the recording.
3: Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to edit. You'll have to edit this whole thing out if it doesn't go in. <laughs> yeah, because
2: out we need to because redo the whole we intro. We just like a bunch
3: of weirdos. Uh, yeah. But if would what happened to Caleb Joseph, I've been there before. I mentioned the show. That's how I got my stutter. So I, I, I've been there. <laughs> Is
1: that how you got it? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been there before. So Caleb Joseph, he might come back the same person. But with a stutter. So I think just family members, teammates, beware. Caleb Joseph could now stutter after what happened to him. I've been there. Been there.
1: Are there details behind this injury? Are we going to get to that later? Like, the how kids.
2: serious Caleb is Joseph? this? Well, he's on the
3: DL.
1: Yeah. That's kind of serious. We, we know, know. He,
3: he went to the urologist about it. Right. Really? He, he went yeah. to the hospital last and, night. And that's when they decided, okay, this is the... But there's no... Uh, is this I didn't a, hear any specifics.
1: It, I... Is it possible that it's one of those involuntary involuntary vasectomies?
3: I I mean, all we've heard is testicular injury. That's the terminology and that's
2: going around. It doesn't and sound Testicular good. <laughs> injury. And the, there's nothing funny about it.
3: <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: As we giggle.
2: Matt, Matt Wieter said, I knew Caleb was tough. That's a tough one. Whether it's as bad as Caleb got hit or not quite as severe, it still doesn't feel good. I think you don't quite know how bad it is. Unfortunately for Caleb... It was a little worse than the usual shot off the cup. But the doctors took care of everything they needed to take care of, and he'll be back soon.
1: He stayed in the game, right?
2: He stayed in the game, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, but you got, yeah. So it's possible, like, it's not like his testicle exploded or something. He
2: may be the first female catcher.
3: <laughs> well, and, and to, to Buck Showalter's his quote about it was, everybody tends to initially, and this is quote from Buck Showalter, everybody tends to initially, let's face it, kind of snicker some when that happens. But anybody who's had it happen, it's very serious and we always treat it that way.
2: I I was very proud that his teammates did not all come huddled around him when he was on the ground laughing. Because I know that's what Kim was doing when he was crouched out in left field.
3: No, I don't think anyone, when you see that happen to another baseball player, when you see that happen to another man, like there's nothing, you can laugh about it later. But at the moment, you feel his pain. Everyone feels his pain. And
1: you don't know how serious it is until you get to the locker room and do a visual inspection
3: (laughs) are you doing the visual inspection here bert have you visually inspected others the the trip to the hospital was to cut the cup off oh
1: gosh (laughs) oh my they needed the jaws of life (laughs) (laughs) the
2: the balls of life (laughs) but but it's also but it's also as a man you've also that's how you deal with it is you laugh about it you, there's yeah. no way Caleb. You laugh, or you'd cry. Caleb Joseph Both. is in a bunch of pain, but there's no way he's not joking about this.
3: I don't know if he's at the joking level right now. Just going to the 15th ADL, they might take a little bit of time.
2: Oh, I, th- I think you're. I don't know. I think you're pretty much at the joking level immediately. Yeah. It's, you're
3: in pain, laughing about it. Yeah. Well, the Orioles have not had much to laugh at since we last recorded oh. uh, an ugly series in Houston.
1: Terrible embarrassing if you ask me we
3: win the series in Cleveland and then barely barely close games uh, didn't play exceptionally well and then we come home and kind of get our butts whooped at least in the first game and two innings against Boston two innings into the second game we're getting
1: our butts whooped yeah
3: yeah so there hasn't been all that much to cheer about uh, a lot to kind of cringe at and I like to well what's the deal guys what's the change from from being having the best record in baseball or the the second best record in baseball best record in the American League what a week ago or a week and a half ago mm-hmm. and and now we have like what the 7th or 8th best record in baseball and we playing and we're just not even even in the, in those games that that we're winning uh it seems like we're we not hitting sh- the ball. shouldn't be winning those games no
1: uh, i i would say uh the Houston Astros exposed the Orioles for their weakness.
2: What, what What's the, What's yeah. that? What's the weakness that Houston exposed? Pitching?
1: Uh, I would say hitting more so than pitching. We, everyone knows the pitching is a bit of a weakness, but the fact, what was it, 52, 53 strikeouts in a three-game series? Yeah. I mean, that's embarrassing. downright downright embarrassing. Yeah. It set a major league record. Oh, and that's a, atrocious. Yeah. Against
3: a subpar Houston pitching staff. Right. That's not Nolan Ryan p- pitching for Houston. No. And, and, and this is... I often like to bring in context to say, well, we always, since we're Baltimore fans, we watch every game, every at-bat, we tend to blow things out of proportion and make them worse than they really are. But like Bert said, we did something no major league team has ever done before. I mean, the number of strikeouts. So you really can't. We were, and it was against me, me, and it was against not very good pitchers. and And you saw it to expose us. I think Bert's absolutely right. You saw ninety percent of the time we struck out, it was on a curveball. We just can't hit a curveball in the dirt, and we can't lay off a curveball in the dirt. All of our hitters.
2: Yeah, and and crap pitchers. You, yeah, junk balls. Don't don't throw fastballs at us. It's junk balls that can't get us out. We saw that yesterday with the knuckleballer
1: on oh, Memorial Day yeah. against uh, Stephen Wright, threw his third complete game,
3: which is well Stephen. I and mean, that's something about Stephen Wright. He's been good this year. Right. He's been sure. really good. He's so good. not just against the Orioles.
1: Yeah, he's
2: a good knuckleballer.
3: But, but he, the, he the guy also
1: has four losses. So, obviously, somebody is able to hit this
3: knuckleball, just yeah. not the Orioles. Yeah. We knew coming into the season that the Oriole pitching was going to be not great. Right? Yeah. Everyone now is making I'm gonna – we're going to talk about him more late, later in the show. But everyone's making a big deal about Ubaldo Jimenez. Like, for, as if Ubaldo Jimenez is the reason we're struggling. Ubaldo Jimenez only pitches one out of every five games. He's not the reason we're playing like crap. The reason is the offense. Right. Uh, Right now, run scored. Just straight run scored. Do you know where we rank in baseball? If we want any chance of w- making the playoffs, winning the AL East, we need to be in the top three in run scored. Sure. We're, f- we're in all of baseball. We're 16th. Wow. The Nationals middle are of ahead of us.
1: Below the middle of the pack.
3: Uh, the Indians are ahead of us. The Diamondbacks, Pirates are ahead of us. I mean, all these well, teams are ahead. The Dodgers are ahead. Giants are ahead of us. All these teams are ahead of us. And that's exactly what we saw in Houston. In
2: runs run scored. Houston beat us with 3 runs, 4 runs and 4 runs. Yeah. From from a from a team that's supposed to be hitting home runs and scoring runs, we lost low-scoring games. Yeah. Your your pitchers are doing pretty good if they are holding the team to 3 runs.
3: Yeah. And home runs? Cuz this is what we do, right? we we, we have gotten a team to go Dong City. We, we have gotten a team that hits home runs. Yeah. We not, might not be high on base percentage guys. We might be high strikeout guys. But we're going to hit some donks. Well, right now, Tampa Bay Rays have more home runs than us.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: St. Louis Cardinals have more than home runs than us. Seattle Mariners, more home runs. The New York Mets, more home runs. All those teams have more home runs than us. Mm-hmm. We're fifth. And fifth, oh, well, that's not bad. No, that this is our strategy. This is how we're going to win by hitting, hitting home runs. And if we're not first, whew, we're not scoring enough runs because yeah. that's that's the way we score runs in this offense.
2: No, no, and was. we're not doing it.
3: We're not doing uh, enough of
2: it. We we got a we got a new home run in Cleveland. Someone did hit a home run in Cleveland. That's true. Did you did you see? Mark Trumbo hit a home run.
3: No. We all know and play the music. Cue the music, Josh. We all know that the best hitter—and this is sad. This is another sad state of the Orioles. That the most professional hitter as of late of the week has been Hyun Soo Kim, which is not a good thing. Nothing is no offense, Hyun Soo Kim, but he shouldn't be our best hitter.
1: Well, is it is a coincidence too that once his be- he's become an everyday player, the the team's record has gone down the toilet. Yeah.
2: <laughs> right.
3: Wow, that's a. Uh, it's a bunch of stuff going on there. there. One
2: mistake is I did notice that Camden Yards—they're playing his song way too soft. This song needs to be blasted yes. in Camden Yards. Agreed. People will get into
1: it more if, if uh if he hits he, more home if, runs. If he ever came to plate when anything exciting was going on.
2: Right, right, and then he did. He hit well and he got on base, but he didn't have like this amazing week. He no. just showed, all right, maybe you can hang out a little bit.
3: He didn't strike out every time like half the other world. Right, right. So he had professional bats He got some
2: walks. He took some pitches.
1: He got that one home run in Cleveland, the go-ahead home run. Other than that, I could leave it all. He didn't what do much in Cleveland. He, he didn't do much in Cleveland. He had that one home run. Yeah. Take the lead, and we won that game, fortunately. He,
2: he scored a, a Just couple, on solo home runs. He scored a run or two just from being on base, getting on base, working his way on, and letting the guys knock him in.
3: Yeah. Yeah, but he's... If we're relying on Hyun Su Kim, and we knew this even going go the season, the whole point was you didn't need to rely on Hyun Kim, whether he was good or bad, because you had enough of other offensive players. Sure. But right now, I mean, can, where, where, where are them. you? Where are you, Chris Davis? Where are you, Manny Machado?
2: Machado. I, Adam Jones? Moving him to the top of the lineup didn't help.
3: Well, he, he's, he's, he, I think he's hit well in the top of the lineup compared to what he's done in the bottom lineup. But yeah, is that I don't, the whole you guys want to get into the whole li- li- lineup business? I tweeted out when I saw yeah. the, the the new lineup. It's, it's going to. the around. book show was kind of just throwing in the towel. Uh, yeah, it, it,
2: I don't know about throwing <laughs> in the towel. <laughs> but, giving up. But yeah, it, it's in the
3: ball bag. Like just saying, oh, this is silly. Let me just throw whatever out there because none of it matters anymore. Right, it's in the ball bag, but
2: we got a lot of stuff today. So let's just get to it now. So
3: yeah, so tonight we have Adam
2: Jones, Nolan Rymel, Manny Machado, Chris Davis, Trumbo, Weeders, Scope, Rickard, Yanish. <laughs> this is like what Yanish. This is the hmm. fifth different lineup we've seen in the past week.
1: I especially like the Rickard Yanish portion. That that really dropping it to the bottom. Nah, that gives me a lot of hope for the uh, you, eight nine hitters. Do
2: you know what what Yanish is? Yanish, yeah, but, yeah. Do you know what his batting average is? I would guess he's
1: played in five games. Who cares what his it's, batting around average 100. Is?
3: it's around one hundred? It's around one hundred. I would guess it's seventy one.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's pathetic. He plays, but he's there for the glove. I guess. Oh, uh, Yhansu Kim played in seven games, and he he hit seven hundred. Yeah, he has <laughs>
2: <laughs> fair, fair fair enough. He, he has his career 214, seven home runs. So yeah, uh, it's it's why
3: well, you you knew coming in that ya- that's why ya- ya- he started in the minors because you, you knew and again you shouldn't be counting Giannis for offense it shouldn't matter that Giannis yeah. is hitting seventy one it shouldn't matter.
2: No. Well, it does when everyone else is going down the down the tubes. Right, that's yeah, the only reason we're can't, talking you can't about it.
1: Rely on him. Like well, Trumbo's struggling, Manny Machado's struggling, but maybe Giannis will pick us up because that's never going to happen.
2: But but who else? I mean, are you gonna? Do you want to? Would you rather rely on Flaherty? I mean, I, you, you until JJ Hardy's, Hardy's back, they're just you, the puzzle pieces. Go in there.
1: They're the puzzle pieces to fit the, in between the spaces of the the superstars, and now and they're never gonna be the guys you rely on. The, you got to rely on your superstars and. For what it's worth, they're all struggling at the same time, and it's embarrassing.
3: For for, for the record, Adam Jones in eighteen plate appearances at leadoff. Uh he has four hits and has walked twice and struck out twice. So he struck out less. Also has yeah. a couple walks. Right. He and he was bad two eighty six on base of three three three. Like over
1: ten or something before they moved him yeah. up.
3: So it has it has helped him. And it's helped him. Uh and I think the only thing I can think of why I mean, I'm just, I'm just obviously joking about Buck Showalter throw, throwing in the towel. That would be ridiculous. But the only benefit I see from Adam Jones in the leadoff is maybe, I mean, often with leadoff hitters, more, more at bats. they get more fastballs, especially starting the game because you start with your fastball and then you're working your other pitches. And also, how, many, how often do you see an opponent, an, uh, an opposing pitcher, walk the first batter of the game? Like it hardly ever happens. They, yeah. they want to throw strikes. Uh, uh, unless it's a ball to Jimenez. Unless it's the ball Jimenez. <laughs> That's true. Um, but, well, I mean, the Jimenez does not try to walk the leadoff. Pick, I guess so Machado's been moved back,
2: back to third because he's the hottest hitter and to try to get him some RBIs. Is that what the, you're doing there? I don't know. Why is aren't he, you is he letting he hottest him hottest lead hitter? off? I mean, he's the guy for the season. he's, he's not for the season, yeah. Uh, for the yeah. season. I don't know about at this moment. Yeah. Or the last, like, seven games. But, is that why, why you're moving him to three, hoping he'll knock in some runs? He's
1: he's got more home runs than Adam Jones, who had previously been hitting in the three spot.
3: Yeah, I I mean I, I don't know it's it's all and it's going through a, through a rough patch, kind of a bad part in the season, and I mean, I mean these a bad six,
2: part of the season where now we're playing AL East teams. Yeah, yeah. These are tough. These are games that matter a slightly
3: more than others. Yeah, and, and you know Boston's going to score, and I mean look at the the the. the, the I said the temporary Rays have more home runs than, than, than we do. The Yankees have a decent offense. The Blue Jays, if, if uh, Tula Lewicki and Martin ever start hitting it, then they have a great offense too. And, and so got to, you're going to need to score runs. And we knew this. We knew this. So is this just a, a slump for a week, or is this going to be a prolonged slump? But we're not going to win games two to three. That's not the Orioles. Right. We're going to win them six to five. And right now we're not scoring two runs. Forget about six runs.
2: Right, it's not looking good when, when you're, you're playing a team like Boston tonight and Kevin Galsman, who's been one of your top two pitchers, then they're already got Bundy up and throwing in the third inning. I mean, yeah. that, you're not going to win games.
3: But I'm, I'm saying it doesn't matter if you have Cy Young out there the way this offense is playing. No.
2: True, true. Yeah, uh, yeah that's, even, the, that's what Houston showed us. A three, three runs and you're going to lose the game is, is crap. It's, sure. it's not this team.
1: Tyler Wilson pitched a great game yesterday on Memorial Day. Gave up three runs, seven, six, and two-thirds innings. What more do you want from a guy like Tyler Wilson? I mean, that that was an excellent performance from a number five starter
3: against the best team in baseball right now. Yeah. Chris Davis, since uh, May 13th, that was a little while ago, against Detroit, since that game, he's had, or since May 12th, actually, he's had one multi-hit game. One game where he's had more, 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 more than two hits mm. Mm. Um, in the past since May May twelfth. It's ridiculous. I, I mean, you you are counting on guys like Chris Davis and Adam Jones and Manny Machado, Mark Trumbo to lead your offense, and when they don't do it, this team looks really bad. And J.J. Hardy's out, and Jonathan Scope. Yeah, he's fine, but again, you can't ask him to be the superstar.
2: I, I, what I, what's frustrating is how quickly this week turned, and how bad this week was. I'm not I'm not throwing in the towel. I'm not I'm not jumping off the bridge. I'm I'm just saying last week I went into the podcast saying, you know what, it's kind of hard to talk about a team when all when they're winning really well and playing really good baseball and they've been in first place the whole season. Now they showed in one week we saw how bad it can get and how this team does have the chance of things just going downhill. The- I hope not and I'm not ready to say that's where it's going yet. But we're seeing glimpses enough to be a little concerned.
1: The biggest benefit right now is it's still May 31st.
2: Yep. It's way too early to throw
1: in the towel. Right. Yep. But yep. you'll recall last year, uh, what, I think maybe around mid, mid-August, mid the Orioles got no hit by the the guy in um, Seattle, Iziakawa or whatever his name yeah, what yeah, yeah. was. Yeah. Right. At that time, I said, that's it. The season's over. There's no chance you're coming back from a game where you get no hit by some no-name asian pitcher and you expect to make the playoffs not gonna happen and it didn't happen we finished fortunate to finish at 500 if this three-game series in houston had occurred mid to late july into august i'd be telling you that's it there's no chance you get exposed like that to a team five games under 500 yeah and expect to make the playoffs right now that's how i'm feeling and a lot of orioles fans are feeling but you can't because it's right. it's not even June first. Yeah, right? We're, right. we're
3: overreacting to it's everything. Overreacting it's
1: overreacting because it's been a crappy week, right? And 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 it sucks.
2: But what I don't understand about this week is it's been crappy pitchers, and I don't understand how you can't prepare to knowing that you're facing curveballs, knowing that you'll be facing knuckleballs, knowing this is your weakness. Why aren't you preparing? They need to be
1: able to adjust because they were hitting the cover off the ball the whole month of April. Into into May, first half of May, we had a seven-game winning streak in May. Uh, that were our bats were unstoppable. Right, something happened we had, in the last week. Where, we had
2: two seven-game winning streaks. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. The second seven, we've had a seven-game winning streak in one in each of the first two months of the season. Something's happened with the bats, which the with the approach that opposing pitchers are taking to our bats, and guess what? The the approach is working. Yeah, whatever the other pitchers are doing against our bats. It's it's
3: being successful. Well, you have a couple of things that, that, that are going on right now. And this, we talk talking about a week. This actually goes back a couple of weeks because we want to take it back to, to the Mariners. Uh, and we lost two out of three to the Mariners. Mm-hmm. Again, in that series, we scored zero, zero runs and five runs and two runs. Then the Angels series, we won two out of three. But you guys recall, that was one of the Matt Weider's miracle at the end where really mm-hmm. we had no right. business when we were terrible the entire game. I think it was sho- a Shoemaker right? was striking everybody out. I think that, that was that game. Um, and Weeder's at the end of the game, hit that two-run blast to 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 win it and what was the miracle. And then the Astros, of course, we know we lose all three games. And the Indians, we skate with two out of three. But, I mean, this really goes back a couple weeks. And you wonder, I mean, w- I, with those streaks that we had, they, they were against the likes of the Twins, the Athletics. Mm-hmm. You wonder, is this a product of just playing better teams? The Indians, the Astros, I know they struggled a little bit. The Red Sox certainly are better teams, the Mariners, are better teams than the teams we were playing at the beginning of the year. So is it just we overestimated how good we are now that we're playing good teams where we're being exposed for being average?
1: Maybe, and it might also... I mean, the Red Sox are really good, but they are firing all cylinders right now. There's no better team right now than the Boston Red Sox. They're going to come back down to earth at some point. They are. But right now, where we came into this four-game series down by one game... It's not boding well when we're playing crappy and they're red hot. They could take all four of these and put a big dent in that uh, in the standings with us right now if it's we can't true. compete.
3: And that's a lot of baseball is like who's playing the hottest at the moment. Sure. I mean, right. What if it's just bad luck? It's all yeah. that matters in October. Not, not Whoever's not hot cooking. in October. I mean, we saw Jackie Bradley with the thirty-plus game hitting streak or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he gets out, and you realize you turn around and realize Xander Bogarts has what, a 15 or a closing in 20. It's 23 or, as of... Uh, I'm sorry, 23. Going and then, into And then Tuesday what's going to happen is behind Tam, I think Ortiz has like a nine-game hitting streak going on or something. Yeah. So when he gets out, Ortiz is going to have a... I mean, they're just all playing really... All their young guys are stepping up like Mookie Betts and Xander Bogarts. Ortiz is playing out of his mind.
2: Yeah. Ortiz found some new life. Yeah. Or drugs. That yeah. might be the name of a new steroid.
3: Yeah. I, I think we're not... I mean, with Ortiz's past and the way he's playing... I know we have this thing in the judicial system where we say you're innocent to proven guilt, guilty, but I think as far as baseball players and their past of lying to our faces over and over again, that I think it's fair game to assume if an older player is having a great year, he's on some type of performance enhancement. Well,
1: and, and to his benefit, what's he got to lose? It's yeah. his last season. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> If he gets a suspended, it'll be, what, 25 game for a first offender. He'll still be back All around right. for the playoffs. Yeah. How long does it take for that stuff to get out of his system?
3: If he doesn't care about the integrity of the game, which he seems to not be a guy who cares about much yeah. of anything besides himself, then why wouldn't you?
1: Oh, I would. I, a- announce my retirement tour and have the greatest season of my career. Right. Done.
3: And like, go out as a hero. That's right. Unless you're caught.
1: Unless you're caught. And then a you hero, just deny it. Deny hero, it. Hero, Right. A yeah. hero
3: that everyone hates.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, but as long as he's loved in Boston, that's all he needs to be. And it's Dominican, true. you ever been to Dominican? Yeah, but they have mur- murals of him painted on the interstate.
3: I thought you were going to say mules. And even us, like we hate him, and we hate Jose Batista. We hate people we respect. We hate him because they're really good at the at the game of baseball. And, well, and well, Ortiz right now is one of the best guys at the game of baseball. Yeah, but
2: we hate Ortiz because of the attitude he plays it with.
3: Yeah, but if Ortiz wasn't good, we wouldn't care.
2: If Ortiz wasn't good, he wouldn't have that attitude. He wouldn't. It wouldn't last.
3: Uh, may, I mean, he doesn't run out fly balls. It's embarrassing to kind of watch him try to we, run out of it. We, a, we a watched hit. them,
2: what, walk to first base yesterday?
3: It's amazing. On a play, he In easily could beat out. where Caleb
2: Joseph picked it up and kind of looked everywhere else and then looked shocked that Ortiz wasn't at first base yet, so he threw it.
3: Yeah, it's just it's amazing. Um, yeah, I don't know how other players, other pitchers stand there and not beam and don't beam them every time. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, great self-control for those pitchers not to beam his fat behind Every time he stands up and takes and takes up the entire batter bat, batter's box with his big body, I good self control there.
1: I can't think of any players that are disliked and play with an attitude who can't back it up, though. I mean, he he has what? attitude, but he, he he's
3: his play can back it up. He's he's great. Yeah, I mean, like Papelbon. I guess he's a decent okay reliever, but everyone hates him. Yeah, I mean, he's washed up for the most part.
1: Yeah, he's not the old Papelbon. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Batista's right up there. He, he's a jerk. Everyone hates him, but he's still one of the best. Yeah.
3: I I mean, he's – because we – it's one thing to be a jerk. I mean, we all hated Eric Bedard, and he was even on our team. Yeah. Because he was a jerk. Right. But I think this combination of being of being a great player combined with being a jerk, combined with being on a rival team, right. all kind of adds up to, to make them complete jerkwads.
2: Right. That any everyone in Baltimore hates Ortiz. Right, No one from Baltimore would not hate Ortiz.
3: No, the only. I mean, I mean perhaps the intern, because he's got those old Boston ties. So maybe he will find room to defend uh, Ortiz, but outside of someone with Boston ties, you, Inter- you would intern, never defend Do you
2: like Ortiz? No.
3: Okay, fair, fair enough. So even yeah. a guy who used to be a Boston fan from Savannah Park, who is converted to an Orioles fan. Um, right, so uh, your typical Savannah Ortiz,
2: Park you know? Red Sox fan.
3: Yeah, hey, and good for the intern getting out of that cult, to the Severna Park cult, where 75% – this is true in high schools – 75% of high schoolers in Severna Park are Red Sox fans. Yep. They are fans of the Red Sox?
2: Because they were all born and, and fell in love with baseball at the time that the Red Sox were winning.
3: It's like the guy I went to college with. I went to college with him, so we, we grew up in the 90s. He was an Atlanta Braves baseball fan. He was a Duke Blue Devil college basketball fan all right, those a were, florida state Seminole yeah, football college football those, those fan. are
2: teams that played well as he grew up
3: yeah and so you pick all the winners right that's what kids in park do sure as he's driving their beamers
2: so so instead before we get to this weekend yeah should we should we talk about our new segment you sure wanna, you want to do a little of our new segment
3: yeah 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 Let's
2: you, you want we don't have a uh we don't have a title for this segment yet
3: okay do you want to uh, talk intro it, or you want me to? Do you want me do you Do you want me to provide listeners with the history of podcasting? The, do you have some history prepared
1: from the, from the guy who never even heard of a podcast four years ago? Well, well, we're we're on
2: our fourth <laughs> baseball season, and we've noticed that there's a lot of other Baltimore sports podcasts all of a sudden showing up in the past month or so. Well,
3: it all started in was it 2000 maybe eleven 2012 maybe. With Bird's Eye View. I like to call them the godfathers of Baltimore podcasting because yeah. they were the first. They're old school. Right. They're old school. Yep. And then you had other podcasts, the the, the original few, like Baltimore Morons. They, they were before us. Right. Um, I think Baltimore Sports Report was before us. They were a little bit before us. Um, and <clears throat> there was Section 388 on YouTube.
2: They had a sweet one video a year. They were the –
3: they called them the Pathfinders. They really uh, – Set set the path for 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 for. I'd you, love to get teams. those
2: guys in here sometime.
3: Um, but but these were kind of the original. Uh, we had a whole spat with Orospastics while they were still around.
2: There was a great run of four to five shows. Yeah, that were going. Yeah, and, and the, now there's two
3: left. And and the origins, yeah, there's two left. The three Bottom Sports Report.
2: that's gone. Oh really? Yeah it's yep. Oh, I didn't know that. I think it's gone. It's gone from my phone.
3: But they still uh, do the Bottom Sports today. Yes, that's that, that's still a thing. That's different. Okay, fine. But it's uh.
2: Yeah, Javi uh, and Zach
3: off. are still in it. Yeah. And Birds of View is still around and we're still around. And Morons, they just had their nickname episode. Right. Excellent. We, we see brilliant. them once a quarter. Yeah, it was brilliant. And they're always great. Uh, but but the whole idea behind podcasting, and I never heard of podcast when we started this thing. Well,
2: it's this button that we started the show with. For fans. By fans.
3: And that's the whole thing. Because if you want to listen to the radio guys, but they weren't, they weren't scratching an itch. They, they were missing an itch that was... Not jer- not guys invested in the team, not guys who work for Aston or, or work for other networks, J- just regular dudes. I'm a teacher, an accountant. A person, an accountant. J- Josh is the AV guy, and then we and this is what we do in our free time just just for fun because we're fans. So just hanging out with their fans. So we thought that each week. We would help you guys out, and we'd share some little clips from
2: some of the other shows. Podcasts
3: around. popping up left and yeah. right.
2: We got podcasts but, everywhere. More power to ya. you. You Google Baltimore Love sports it. podcasts, yeah. you'll have enough to listen to forever. So we're just going to choose some segments. So the first one, I brought two segments for you today. The okay. First one on episode five. So I just thought we could give them just a, a little a little advice. Would you like to hear the clip first? Sure. The the or I'll tell you the advice. The advice for these guys would be. We make sure that the dog is locked up way away from the podcast studio.
3: Uh oh, we got a dog here. No dog. Uh oh, you need to go do this. Yeah, I think so. Well, my cats are calling out to me. I got to unlock them from the prison that I put them in for
4: while they're podcasting. <laughs> so
3: that's all we got for you this for episode number five. Can you hear the cats all meowing in the background? Yeah, this podcast. The cats in the background. Yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Like, like. Uh, I like that. I know Ryan Blake. I think I feel like in one of his episodes there might have been a bird in the background. When you throw wild animals, right. see, I think that adds something to yeah. it. Almost like you're out in nature doing the podcast. Every now and
2: then I'll catch a podcast where they're sitting outside or there's train noises and, yeah. and fire trucks and everything. So I'd say find a nice soundproof studio would be our advice. We used to you used to be
1: able to hear a gorilla in the background, but then it was followed up by gunshots. Oh, stop!
3: Too soon, Bert. Too soon.
2: But but then I brought a, a, a another segment. From uh, another uh, local, a local podcast. podcast. David Ortiz, he does have some friends on the team. Yeah, see, I
3: thought guys generally liked him just
1: because, you know, they put up with his BS because he's big poppy and everybody buys into the persona and everything. I don't think so, especially in this town. So he was volunteered by players though. I'm not talking old school managers. You're saying his contemporaries were like "Eh, Ortiz pisses us off.
3: Yeah, I would say amongst the fans, and we're talking about the players though, I'm going to get back to the players. It would be between Ortiz and Bautista, but Ortiz for bashing that phone the way he admires his home runs and stands in
2: the bat box and profiles does rub maybe the catcher the guys hit and some other players the wrong way like
1: i can take it take it for him more than a guy like batista who was a journeyman nobody and then all of a sudden anywho
2: here's my tip for these guys don't try to defend david ortiz and say that you're from baltimore born and raised at the same time
3: well we were just having the conversation i guess not not everyone's anti-ortiz fine if you want to be ortiz guy and an Orioles fans okay do it. I don't
2: care. So those are our clips today. We need a name for this segment. Let's send us a name. Okay. Mandy said we should call it "Anyone Can Podcast." That seems a little harsh, but maybe we'll go there.
3: Yeah. Well, you, and and look at us putting put other podcasts out there, introducing. We of course should listen to us. Um, yeah, but you might want to
2: listen to these guys yeah, as well. Yeah,
3: because the more you listen to them, the more you realize how awesome we are. So that's it's it's what we call a win win in the podcast business.
4: This weekend, I'll be making love to my man. Oh, yes, I will. Yeah. This weekend, yeah. I'll be making love to my man. Mm-hmm.
3: This weekend, we play New York. Yankees. It's got to get better, right? If we hit the ball, we'll win. <laughs> if we don't hit the ball, we'll lose.
1: Other thoughts, boys. Simple enough.
2: Yeah, I mean that—that's that, kind of every Oreo game this season. It seems like it's not going to be pitching; it's going to be the problem. It's going to be this—the uh, bats. And if we can string a few things together, yeah, I, th- we, we th- need—we
3: need to bring Dong City back to Baltimore here. We—we we, we need some more Dongs. This is a big—I think it's a ten-game homestand. This is a big homestand at sure. home. We're supposed to win—win win these games at home. Right. Right now, the Yankees
2: are twenty-four and twenty-six. We—the way we're playing—we don't want them to. To kind of get a little excitement back by winning some games against them.
3: Well, they, since Aratus Chapman has come back, they have the best record in the AL East. Right, since Aratus Chapman's come back, so so they're playing good baseball.
2: But we gotta we gotta score runs. We gotta squash yeah. it, and we gotta it's,
3: do it before we get to the seventh inning, because that's because they got that Miller and and Batance and right. Chapman combination on the bullpen. So you you got to get them early. You got to get to
2: the starting pitchers. And we're at Camden Yards. The weather's warm. These home runs gotta start going. It yep. is warm. <laughs> Good stuff, Bert. It was very hot on Memorial Day. Didn't it man?
3: was. I got a little burnt nose to show for it.
2: We'll uh,
1: we'll be there Friday, right? We yeah, tickets. we're gonna go on
2: Friday.
3: Are you gonna be there, Matt? Friday, really? Yeah. Oh.
2: We remember we moved it on from Saturday to Friday to appease you.
3: Really? Uh oh. I gotta get the house ready though. People coming over on Saturday. Mm, I have to look at that.
1: Dude, That's right. It was supposed to be Saturday. Right now, Jimenez, I didn't
3: realize you just moved
2: it a day back. Yeah, right now Jimenez is scheduled to pitch on Thursday. You think he'll, he'll pitch another one? Right? We don't need to be concerned about another one Jimenez.
1: by one. You meet one inning. Uh, yes.
3: I got a segment <laughs> coming up for about Jimenez, and I think you guys are going to be surprised with um, with your thoughts with what the numbers say. Okay. So, well wow,
1: what numbers you, from last year? Because they certainly weren't numbers from the month of May. Unless you want to take that one good start and average it all out because going 8 innings giving up 0 runs will do wonders for your other starts the rest of the month.
3: All right, well well, well let's kick it over to uh I'm going to I'm going to I want to um I'm going to try to embody my best Jim Cramer. Ooh. I'm calling on Jim C-
2: Would you like this button?
3: No, I don't need any special buttons, okay? I don't want Okay. Wa- I don't want and I'm not calling on a uh, Cramer from Seinfeld. People don't know that. I'm calling Jim Cramer, stock market genius. I'm calling on him to inspire me. He's my muse to help me ...with what we should do about Obar Jimenez and Joy Rickard. Preach it.
2: You playing?
5: I'm here to level the playing field for all investors. There's always a bull in somewhere. And I promise to help you find it. Mad Money starts now.
3: Hey, I'm Soroka. <laughs> Welcome to section 336. Other people want to make friends... I'm just trying to teach you some stuff about the O's. My job is not to entertain you, but to educate you, so tweet me at section 336. The stock market has FANG, Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, and Google. Strong, reliable stocks that make up the backbone of stock market. The Orioles have JOMB, Jones, O'Day, Machado, and Britain. As the backbone for the Orioles franchise, these guys can be ca- 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 counted on to consistently be good year after year. But what about the other players? Who on this Orioles team right now should fans be selling, and who buy, buy, buy. should they be buying? First up, Joey Rickard. Joey Rickard, after a hot start, became a fan favorite. All aboard. But recently, his stock has fallen. Many people, which is causing many people to jump off the Joey Rickard bandwagon. <laughs> His stats are pedestrian, batting 247, on base of 306, and the sabermetrics show an even bleaker picture as he has an F war of negative 0.8 and a defensive war of negative 10.5. Ouch. That hurts. Trying to find my house of pain button. Wait for it. (laughs) House of pain. (laughs) Those who still hold hope cite... His intangible qualities like his effort and his heart but of course these stats don't show up on the stat book uh, and though he leads the team in pitches per plate appearance, that's nice and cute and all, but at some point you gotta get hits so for Joey Rickard the numbers don't lie I am selling sell, sell, sell. Joey Rickard as anything, anything as nothing better than a fourth outfielder next up Ubaldo Jimenez. Though every now and then Ubaldo Jimenez will surprise you with an awesome start, for the most part this year, and for the most part honestly for his tenure with the Orioles, he's been an absolute train wreck. Yes, that's right boys and girls, Ubaldo Jimenez has been about as reliable as Section 336's own world's worst intern. That applause, by the way, was for my joke about the intern, not about Ubaldo Jimenez. Just set the (laughs) record straight. But let's look at the numbers. Ubaldo this year has an ERA of 6.36. That's bad. But, well, a couple more. K rate, 7.74 per nine innings. This is down from his average. Walk rate is up from his average at 5.16 per nine innings. Combine that... With the, with the fact that other teams are treating him like a punching bag. Getting hits off him left and right, the opponent's batting average is 316, has led to many Oriole fans being upset and crying about Obato Jimenez. Sounds like me. However, I think we've seen the worst that Obaldo has to offer. So before you call the Obado era over forever and he's dead in Baltimore... Consider some of these peripheral numbers. His FIP, Fielding Independent Pitching the last two years, Ubaldo's FIP has been almost identical to his ERA. That's how that number's supposed to work. However, this year, Ubaldo has an ERA of 6.36, but his FIP is almost two full runs lower at 4.47. Presumably, his ERA will catch up to his FIP... And and one of the reasons for this discrepancy is his BABIP, which is the batting average for balls in play against them is 375 opposed to his career average which is 297, showing that a lot of that hits, the hits against them are just being sprayed across the baseball field and just luckily finding an opening. Lastly, his left on base percentage is currently 62.4, 8 points lower than his career average so more people are being left on base or, more, or less people are being left on base because more people are scoring as the bad bit goes down the left on base will go up and more runners will be stranded leading to a bottle's era finally going down Alleluia. hey i i get it Ubaldo jimenez so far this year has been bad He's been painful to watch. The house of pain. But the bottom line is, Obato veloci- ven- Jimenez's ve- velocity, his pitch movement, has remained consistent. Both his velocity and the pitch movement. And eventually, these numbers will even out. Not to mention, has anyone looked at A for an option to replace Ubaldo Jimenez?
4: <laughs>
3: There's no one down there. So, O's fans, stick by Ubaldo Jimenez. And speaking of, st- of sticking... Section 336 will be right back, so stick with Sroka. (laughs) That's it. You have convinced me, (laughs) Jim Cramer. I don't have any transition music. It would be nice to have some transition music out of my segment right there, or like a commercial break.
1: That was good. Yeah. That was good.
3: he doesn't have a stick with Cramer. All right.
1: It's always good when one of the hosts contributes like a a full segment.
3: Yeah, a whole monologue. You guys can take a break, bathroom break. Take a drink, or whatever. Oh, shit, I
1: knew I had to go to the bathroom.
3: Yeah, you, you you missed your opportunity. But but the numbers, the peripheral numbers. You look at that FIP, uh, which is really low for a bottle at four point four seven, which is around where he's supposed to be. And we said this last week. Watch the games before you want to crucify a bottle Jimenez. Watch the game. Yeah, he's having a lot of bad luck with hits, and it's not all bad luck, but he's having a lot of bad luck. What about base runners being able to steal
1: at will against him?
3: Yeah, I mean that's always been an issue with his career. Um but the fact that he has he he has he usually leaves 70 plus percent on base this year um he's leaving a whole lot less on base which usually evens out. Those type of things usually even out like the left on base percentage.
1: But you even said they're not left on base because they're all
3: scoring. Right. right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're, they're all scoring because his bad bit against that 375 number is extraordinarily high. So the old dinks and the rollers, they're all falling in. And so presumably that will get better and there'll be less dinks, which means less runners will be coming into score.
1: So instead of giving up six runs, he might only give up like three or
3: four, right? Which we can live with, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. If he had, <laughs> yeah. If you had a star, he gave up three runs. I would be content. And then if we'd just be pointing the finger back at the offense again,
3: um, yeah, I mean, like, stolen bases, like, last year, he gave up 22 st- 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 stolen bases and only caught three guys. Yeah. So he's kind of on pace with that this year. It's something
1: to do with that motion where it takes him forever. The arm dips back and, like, has this little cock, and then he finally steps up and throws. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you're going to walk a bunch of guys, that doesn't help things because every walk turns into a runner in scoring position. If you're letting base runners move around whenever they want.
3: It's it's true. And the walks up the the walks are up a little bit, but I think that's gonna get better. If you look at his velocity, his pitch movement, they seem to be consistent with last year. Like he hasn't lost velocity. He hasn't lost the the strike zone a little bit, but I think all that also says some bad luck. Yeah. So I don't know. I I know everyone's hating on Ubaldo and they want him out of here. I'm telling you though, we there's still some good Ubaldo in there. So you just hang in there. Okay. It's like uh, Luke Skywalker
1: talking about uh, Darth Vader. There's still good in him. I know it.
3: Absolutely, he has not completely gone to to the dark force. He, there's still some good in him. Uh, the as da- mu- dark side, the dark side, as much as he stinks. Mixing my uh, I I I Star Wars terminology. I
1: unfortunately I think I have to agree with you though, that there's no better option. Well, well, like, and that, that, is, that's a whole other argument unless too. Unless they go looking outside the organization.
2: Yeah. Well, the the other option is is pitching on Thursday with uh with Jonah Heim on his with Gallardo on his rehab this week. Yeah. Um, so the question is, when he comes up in a couple of weeks, is it the obvious Mike Wright, Tyler Wilson make room? Or do you pressure Ubaldo Jimenez to go down south and get this taken care of? Yeah,
1: I mean, even Gallardo's not proven that he's going to be any kind of solution to the problem.
2: No, no, he's no solution. But 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 he's a guy that we've paid to pitch in that position who who we've expected as a solution. And he had the injury we were afraid of. Now, hopefully, he comes back a little stronger, and uh, with his fastball velocity. Yeah. And,
3: and that's another aspect of it. You mentioned the money aspect for Gardo, and it's true for Hermenez. Like, here is another reason why he's not being sent to the minors. He's not going anywhere because right. he makes too much money. Yeah, uh, and those players will stay around. He has another year in his contract after this year, <clears throat> so he's not go- he's not going to go anywhere.
1: I can't believe it's been almost. <clears throat> this is his third year. Third year with four us. Four-year yeah. deal when we got him.
3: Yeah, well, yeah. Been, well, bad year. A good year. Yeah. Even even the year itself is up and down. Eh? Right.
1: Even the year they say it was good wasn't It was good. better. <laughs> right. It was acceptable, I guess. Yeah.
3: His overall career and tenure with the World's, I think, has been a disappointment. I think oh, we all big agree time, with that. big time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But yeah, a real motivator to go out and sign more free agent pitchers. Like
3: Giovanni Gallardo. Yeah. I mean, yeah. After Gallardo, we're never going to sign another pitcher. No. It yeah. seems like you have only two options, though. With, 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 with If you want to sign a free agent pitcher, either you have to be willing to spend $100 million, or be stuck with crap, right? I mean, that, that, that's it. Right. That's
1: it. Yeah, you're right. Uh, unless you trade or you build it from within. And right and now, our two best are Tillman, who we got with a trade, and was essentially built from it within, and Gaussman. And other than that, I, I mean, Mike Wright and Tyler Wilson are built up from within, but they're not guys we're dependent. We're like, you know, banking the farm on them or anything. Yeah,
3: it would be nice. And sometimes I like to dream about in two years a star rotation. I still dream about this, despite what I've seen. A star rotation in two years that consists of Kevin Gossman, Dylan Bundy, and Hunter Harvey. Yeah, even yeah. though I, we, they we're, always we're, disappoint, I still have that dream that right. that one day will happen.
2: Tillman's the old guy on the on the team.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you can, if they're, if they're if those three young players, even two of those players turn out to be good pitchers, and Kevin Gossman and either Hunter Harvey, Dylan Bundy, you can fill in the other three guys. You, but you have to have good stars, and you can't. We're not going to buy them, so the only other option is to grow them. Yeah.
2: Now. So all right, so you're buying Jimenez because there are no other options.
3: Well, and because but, the peripheral is right, the FIP and You say it's gonna balance out yeah, math yeah, wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But you're selling Rickert. Yeah. So how do we handle Rickert? What what do you do there? Well, I think you you like Rickert as a late in and
3: Yeah, um, I I think he's fine as a
2: So who who what's your starting outfield? Who would you who do you prefer? Trumbo,
3: Rimolt? Jones? I like I like no, no, for? I like to, to, to juggle between Kim and Reimold.
1: Reimold's been hot last few games. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, he's playing well. He's so always played well. So you're leaving you you're saying Jones and Trumbull, Trombo. They're steady. They're, they're 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 your guys in the outfield. Sure. And you're gonna juggle Reimold and Kim.
3: Sure. And, and it, I guess it also depends with what you want to do with Pedro Alvarez. Uh, that was my next DH, question yeah. is how you handle that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you got to keep one. He hasn't played in a while, has he? It seems like he... I guess he played third base the other day. And right. He's not going to get many more starts at third base after <laughs> that. Uh, but You're, he's another guy who's not hitting, and that's his one single job. Bring, so
2: Bring back Paredes. Yeah. Let Alvarez go.
3: Yeah. I mean, that's not... I don't think that's the answer. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens with um, Pedro Alvarez. Because I'm more likely... People want to talk about these... We need to drop the axe on Eduardo Jimenez. We need to drop the axe on some of these hitters who aren't performing. Right. Right, I mean, what? What is? What is? I mean, honestly, Rickard, I'm almost to the point where I'm okay with him shipping him back to to Tampa Bay. I hate to say it.
2: I think I think Rickard. I like Rickard. I like watching Rickard. I like Rickard in the leadoff spot because what Rickard does is he takes pitches, and it's it's common to see a seven pitch at bat to Rickard. Oh uh, yeah, and, and that that's gotta help Who the guys. Cares? It's because it's gotta help the guys behind him. and he gets on base. Which, which helps guys get uh, RBIs. He doesn't get on base. He doesn't get on base. He's the only run we've
1: scored on this game tonight going into the bottom of the fifth inning because he got an infield single and Rymel drove him in with a double.
2: Right, and that's 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 and that's, that's Rickard at the bottom of the order. I think Rickert sees more pitches than a lot of the other guys. I feel like he's getting
3: some walks. Is
4: there anything that
3: a guy like Xavier Avery or even LJ Hose, is there anything that Rickard can do that they can't do pa- though. Patience at the plate. All right, so that's the fact that he he takes he averages. I think it's four point four pitches per at bat. That's that. That's it. No, well, when Hire does, me to go up there and stand at the plate.
1: But when does the Rule Five thing play into it? Doesn't he have to be on the roster? Right, he's got
3: to be on the roster well, all that's year. That's what
2: I'm saying. Just ship him back to Tampa Bay. Oh, okay. But 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 if he is if he is at this level now, don't you think that? He stays on the team. You get him some more A time next year, and then you, what you have advantage of him over Avery or, uh, or Hose is you hold him on for this year. He then gets to stay in the organization longer and has a higher upside than those other guys.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh, like T.J. McFarland, all he has brought to the franchise, or Jason Garcia, all that he has brought to the franchise, or, or what, Ryan Flaherty, all that or, he has brought or, to the franchise.
2: I mean, the, 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 or what Jose Batista Bati- brought to the Blue Jays? Okay,
3: you can use that one example. You you think Joey Ricketts going to turn to Jose Batista? Is that your argument here? <laughs> Never know. I'm just saying, at best, he's going to be a fringe player because that's what all these guys are are fringe players at best. Right. So you want to you want to bend over backwards and not be able to bring guys up from the minor leagues and have your bench suck just so you can have the potential to add another fringe guy to your minor league system? I'm convinced... I, I didn't think this before the show. I'm starting to convince myself that we should send him back to, to Tampa just having this conversation with you guys.
1: I'm not convinced just because I don't think he's the reason we're, we're losing and the reason the offense is struggling. I mean, but, he just, just now in this game tonight... It, if we're looking at a five nothing shutout. If he's got the right. only hit, the only at bat with a hit and scoring the run, but, but you fine. Because I'm, I'm pulling up his
2: numbers for the last few games he's actually played. You know, Darren O'Day was a rule five guy. Yes. And Jay Gibbons, Josh Hamilton. These these
3: those guys all had success as rule five guys. Okay, but for every successful guy, there's 50 guys who weren't successful. There's
2: not that there's not that many that that even are are drafted and 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 play
3: in.
1: Yeah, I mean, he had gone two for 14 going into uh, playing tonight
3: here on Tuesday against Boston. So, I'm just saying, it's not it's not, it's not not Joey Rickard's fault the offense is struggling. But, at some point, Joey Rickard's struggling, pe- pe- Pedro Alvarez is struggling. Like, it's all these bench guys are struggling. At some point, do you say, I mean, y- Giannis and Flaherty, we know, bring nothing offensively. At some point, do you say, we can't have four guys bringing nothing offensively to this team, Right, we need to start making sure. some moves. And that's where
2: I think Alvarez's leash is getting shorter and shorter because he doesn't bring much to the game. He doesn't bring much to the team. He doesn't give you... Uh, but he at a least long, has the offensive an, potential on like Flaherty or Giannis. Yeah, but he's not a long-term strategy. He's a guy who is going to help you win this year. And if he can't hit the ball this year, then he's doing no good to you. He can't play the field. He's a DH. Yeah. He's, a, he's a DH. Whose, whose job is to help you win now. A DH isn't a long-term solution. It's a now, this year, this instance. He can't do that. Well, therefore, he hasn't he, done it yet. Right. So, therefore, you get rid of Pedro. That DH becomes a rest day like we've done a few years ago. Oh. but It becomes a...
3: We, we experienced the black hole DH. Do you, do you want to go back to those days? We're in the black hole DH. We've never gotten out of the black
2: hole DH. Yeah. I think Mark Trump was a pretty good DH. Yeah. He would be a wonderful DH. He'd be a great DH. All right, good. So get rid of Alvarez and put Trumbo in DH.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I don't know if I'm ready to give up on the Pedro, Pedro Alvarez experiment just yet. I'm waiting for one of those hot streaks where he goes hot for a long period of time. Keep, right?
2: Keep, keep waiting. I'm also waiting for the Davis hot streak. We haven't seen that this year. I'm, I'm waiting still for waiting for the, for the hot Sammy hot
1: Sosa hot streak.
2: Right. If you can You can wait all day if you want. I'm still waiting for Ubaldo Jimenez to be a great pitcher.
3: Well, well, well you, you guys st- can make knee, knee-jerk reactions and fire everybody after a rough two-week I'm still a, waiting a to, rough to with David Patch. Lowe. Yeah, I'm sure you are. Wish we had David Lowe back instead of Joey Rickard. Who's with me?
2: No. No. Where's he at? Is he in the Mets now? He's somewhere Phillies, maybe?
3: Yeah, the Phillies. Last All time right. I saw him I, I
2: knew he was up there up on the East Coast, north Northeast.
3: Yeah. So, all right. I mean, those are. But at some point, if they continue to stop scoring, I'm I'm less concerned about Ubaldo Jimenez's head rolling, and more concerned about one of these pitchers. I mean, I'm sorry, one of these hitters. <clears throat> a Little headshot button there. What <laughs> well, no, no, that noise was? No. that in from the Kramer buttons? Ned Stark.
2: Yeah. yeah There's a. You you said this was your first time. This is your second time doing the Kramer bit. Really? Yeah. It's your first time running your own buttons. First uh-huh. First time we've allowed you to. I didn't first, realize it is before. First time we've played mute sound and stuff off your computer on purpose.
3: Oh, I, I've done it before for the the purple episodes where we did the predictions for the week the week ahead or something of the football games. Oh,
2: uh, okay. Nobody listens to this. No, all right, all right. no, that <laughs> no, one, was back no in the day. No cares about football.
3: That was back in the day. What's next?
1: You're just a
4: ball bag, ball bag, back a ball back, my friend. Hey, How
5: you doing? What's your name again? It's Bobak.
3: Like pos- this is a really pessimistic and ir- 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 irritable podcast, but not right I now. Know. It, yeah, uh, that, you know what? We've had too many positive weeks.
1: That series in Houston really sucked the life out of me. To be honest, it was—I'm still embarrassed about. The, all those strikeouts.
2: Yeah, on by the time that series was over, I didn't want to watch baseball.
3: And and full disclosure, and we don't, we I don't like talking about the game that we're watching, but this game is pissing me off right here, because we have Eduardo Rodriguez, a That's former right. prospect was, who we traded for Andrew Miller, around. and we have, and I thought I thought for sure we we're going to get to him quickly. Yeah. Uh, just coming off injury, and we have Kevin Gossman, our always more highly touted, I think, than uh, Rodriguez. Eduardo Rodriguez, sure, and yet our highly touted guy. Is getting beat by our formerly lower erstwhile level guy, right? A uh, guy who was not quite as highly touted. So yeah. it just, oh, this whole game is, is just ticking me off as we're doing the show. And the more we do the show, the more I'm watching the game and the more angry I'm becoming. So let's go, Josh. Well, what do you have in the freaking ball bag? The ball
2: bag is a good time to remind people to go on section 336 and check out our new shirts and buy some shirts in our new store where I put up the Trumbo shirts, the Joey shirts. Burt would like to transition that Joey shirt into a Kim shirt.
1: Yeah, the, the real American hero. <laughs> Gunsu but, Kim.
2: Uh, but the big news is I took the, the hashtag Mattis for Starter shirts down off the store uh, and put them no. back up with, with no no number 17 on the back okay. and no hashtag Starter. So you can get the Section 336 script shirts or the cool trombone. shirts. That's ugly. That's ugly. For our one guy that can hit the ball. Trumbo and Janish, only guys that can hit the ball.
1: What, uh, what's Mattis's deal right now? He's been DFA'd and...
2: By the Braves. Yeah. He's just sitting around. But Did is, someone pick there's him up? like a
1: certain number of days that need to go by, right, and right. then the Braves have to pay him, and he goes to their minor league system? Or he can not no, accept he, that? No,
2: he, he has he, the option. He, he, has can be, he can accept it or be released, right?
1: Can he collect the money and, and be released?
2: I, I mean, I think baseball money is oh, guaranteed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he gets the money. Okay, and, and then, then he becomes
1: can, a free agent. And he, and can, he can do can whatever he wants can stay or go wherever. And then, could the Orioles offer him like a league minimum contract?
3: Yeah, and they go offer a minor league deal. So, Josh,
1: let's hold off from pulling those T-shirts. Down <laughs> <just a sec. laughs> no, no, they're, they're,
2: right now I'd put the if I'm if I'm betting I'd say fifty percent chance he ends up back in Baltimore in the next <laughs> three years because for some reason Oriole, the Orioles love Brian Mattis. So, so was, we,
1: when we when we trade them Brian Maddox, I think they could have given us Bud Norris back, just to give him a shot? Do what? we want? Do we want Bud Norris back? I'm making a face. I'm not being serious, guys. If you I were would. the GM, I just think I'm serious. If, if you were the G, <laughs> if you
3: were Nucati, if you were the GM of the Orioles, I would do this. Would, would I would go after Bud Norris? But would 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 you you take would, take but, us? Uh, would you go after Bud Bud Norris? Sure. I would love. Do you know what I would love more than anything? I would love to be the GM of the Braves. I would love to be the GM of a tanking team. Right. If I was right. tank, like knew like we were gonna lose, I'm bringing Brian Madison to be a starter. I'll bring in Bud Norris. Right. Why not? Nick right. Markakis will play center field for me. If I knew like the whole thing, and that's what you do, you tank right. to get the high draft picks. You want your guy to look really good now, so you can trade him right away. Right. Um, and so I would, I would, uh, I would love to to general manage a terrible team until I got fired. Yeah, it would, it would be, be a lot be fun. Of fun. That would be fun. Yeah.
1: And I, I have not thrown away my Bud Norris jersey. I'd be happy to pull it back out again. I I do still wear it occasionally.
2: Yeah. I, I'd take Nick Marcakis in right field and put Trombo up as DH. Yeah. You, I'd be happy with
3: that. You can do whatever you want when when, when you're on losing team. When your team is tanking. So – we really, when we were in Baltimore, uh, with the Baltimore bad years, we did tanking terribly. By the way, can I say that? Yeah. Like we were terrible at tanking. Right. We, sure. we even we, that we couldn't tried do not right. To tank. We yeah. like signed high-priced free agents that were halfway decent, but had no trade trade value. Like we right. were terrible at tanking. Yeah, yeah.
2: So uh, all-star voting, you know how they update it every week or so. The first update in all-star voting came out today. Oh, nice. So I thought you'd like a little update.
3: Okay, can I make some guesses?
2: All right. Well, uh, first base. Is that how you want to guess?
3: Oh, okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll how do, do you want like to this.
2: guess? Is there a DH position? There is, which I didn't think there was. There is, though. Yeah,
1: But Mark Trumbo's on there as an outfielder.
2: Right. So, obviously, David Ortiz is leading the DH. Sure.
3: Right. As he should be. All right. Oh, first base. I don't know. It's not Chris Davis. No. Um, Chris
2: Davis is number three. Above him is Miguel Cabrera. Moreland. And Eric Hosmer. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. The Royals, of course. Remember, Hosmer,
3: yeah. you, you got to <laughs> give— just, just let Josh pronounce the name. Sorry. Right. Just, okay, remember. Yeah. This, <laughs> a treat. this is a treat for the listeners. A remember, treat.
2: you got to remember the Kansas City fans. The Kansas and City as factor. bad as the Royals play, you got to give them a little bump in the Kansas City fans. Oh, and Hosmer's good.
1: Uh, yeah, he's, it's, he's, 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 he's good. He's well-deserving of that. All right, second
2: base, yeah. being led by Jose Altuvez. <laughs> okay. I added the S just for you. I know yeah, there's no S yeah, there. Yeah, right, yeah, right. I got the word in front of me.
3: Now, that's, I'm sure, a tight race between him and Cano. Cano's having a great year. Not really.
2: Altuve has double Cano, almost. Oh,
3: wow. Okay. Interesting. But Cano, cano, cano is second. Oh, second
2: cano? is Omar Infante. Oh, it's the Kansas City factor. Kansas, okay. Kansas City factor.
3: Yeah, yeah. Third base. <laughs> Thank you, Bert, for correcting every time he says that word. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am going to, to get on, on that purpose. Purpose. wrong.
2: Yeah. Uh, third base, Manny Machado. He's first? He is first. Good. Followed by...
3: Oh, he's like, I want to hear this one. The Kansas City third third baseman. Here Mike, we go. Mike Moustakis. Moustakis. Oh, yeah. He's good. on
2: the disabled list. Yeah, but he's Kansas, it's the Kansas City factor. You, the Kansas City factor is all through this, followed K- by Josh, Josh
3: Donaldson. So it's good to see Manny Machado beating out Josh Do- Donaldson. That's good to right. see. Short stops.
2: Uh, Xavier Alexander Bogertz. <laughs>
3: mm, okay. Nice
2: well. <laughs> nice trying. <laughs> <laughs> As Escobar for the Royals. Yeah. And Troy Tolewiski. For the Blue Jays, J.J. Hardy's number five.
3: Yeah, well, there's no that, that right there. That right there, Alexander Bogarts is good, but that right there shows you how bad sh- the shortstops are in the American League, because Alexander Bogarts is yeah. good, and that's it. Right. Tula is terrible this yeah. year. But and I esker, believe it's esker, so, as, and J.J. Hardy's number five.
2: Escobar is only behind by five thousand votes. Yeah, it's just Xander. But that's the Royal,
1: not Xander.
3: No, it starts with an X. Yeah, but yeah. it's so to emphasize like Xavery.
1: Even that is not pronounced Xavier. It's Xavier. Are you familiar right. with the X-Men? Yes. Professor X?
3: Yes. All right. Catchers. <laughs>
2: catchers. Uh, Salvador Perez. Of course. Well, he's a good catcher. Yeah, yeah, he's a good catcher. He's legit. But he is destroying catchers. Yeah. He has over Again, a million votes. weak position. While second place has 300,000. Yeah. Which is Brian McCann followed by Matt Wieters. Right. Outfielders. Trumbo, Number one. Mike Trout.
3: Oh, yeah, of course. Number Mike Trout. two, Lorenzo Cain. Yep. Royal factor. Yeah, but Cain's great. Kane's yeah, great. he's good. Yeah,
2: Number three? Trumbo. Trumbo. Trumbo over Jones.
1: How do you feel about that, Bert? Tr- Jones is ninth, I believe.
2: Yeah, Jones Oh, is ninth. that's a little bit lower than though. I thought. Yeah, that he's way good. down. You, ahead of Trumbo, you have Jackie Bradley Jr., Jose Batista, Alex Gordon, Mookie Betts, who hit two home runs tonight. Gordon's on the disabled Paulo, list. Paulo Orlando, yeah. then that's, Adam
3: Jones. That's impressive that... Um, Trumbo is ahead of those guys.
2: Yeah, because those are those are popular guys. Like Jose Batista, uh, Jackie name, Bradley had a
3: streak. Like everyone knows those names; those are household names. So that's good for Trumbo to be on the top of that list. It's good to see. The dongs will get your attention. So it fans are the fans are good at this. Let's face it: the fans are good <laughs> at picking the, these players. The fans are good at this.
2: Have I not pointed out that second place in every category is a royal? The fans are just second pick. place doesn't get in though. That's right. All right, but second place. You know what it is? You know what the Royals are? The Royals are like the independent candidate that screws up voting for everyone else. <laughs> well, you can't have just your straight real candidates. You gotta have the one that's that stupid people vote for and screw it all up.
3: Yeah. Do you guys or pe- see are people with integrity? Do you guys
2: <laughs>
1: see the third candidate I bought a bumper sticker for? I posted it on Instagram. No. It's uh twenty sixteen giant meteor. Just ended already. <laughs> <Did> you, wait, <laughs> I'm voting for a that Giant your, Meteor. You didn't put that on your car, Is that you? a write-in ballot? No. I was
2: going to say, who puts bumper stickers on their cars anymore? I like that. That's cute.
1: I, if it was a magnet, I'd put it on my car. Somebody wants to buy me that yeah, magnet. Yeah, magnets are smart. <laughs> Just end it already. Uh, giant
3: Meteor.
2: I can update you guys each week because the AL All-Star Voting updates will come out every Tuesday.
1: Woohoo! <laughs> Section three through six, your exclusive source. Exclusive. We got. It. We
3: need a new segment with music and everything for 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 this. some all star tunes. That song? Is this all Is that all star? That was no, Ned Yost. That's Ned Yost. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. You don't Speaking recognize the riff from <laughs> the baseball that mind? That's
2: yeah, <laughs> the best song that guy's ever written. All right. I also want to talk to you guys about reviews and challenges because we saw a weird play yesterday in the game where the ball went off the uh the, off the batter's foot and they called it fair because the umps didn't see it right. buck went out and it was apparently something that you can't challenge because they said you wouldn't know how to handle it or where to put the runners if it went off the foul and i tried to get an explanation and no one could explain to me why a foul off a player's foot is different than calling a foul off a line
1: well yeah and apparently buck couldn't get an answer either and buck couldn't get an answer nothing happened
2: so my opinion is that challenges if you're going to have challenges in baseball anything imaginable should be challengeable. If the whole goal is to get the stuff right, you should be able to challenge whatever you want. Mm-hmm. What are you guys thoughts on challenges r- reviews how baseball is handling all this?
1: Uh I don't know. I just got annoyed at the game on Monday when Buck had to challenge two things and got them both right. 'Cause they they can't do their job apparently. On on calls that they didn't have to sit back there on the headsets for three minutes to that figure freaking it. freaking
3: we saw off at section three three four up in the bleachers. That put point? the
2: headset on and immediately took them off. Oh, New York. They were
3: that no, obvious. Yeah, New York answered it without or whatever it was. Yeah. It's yeah. pathetic.
1: I don't know. I I you know.
3: I was I was playing that the video the baseball video game. The show. MLB The, the show. show. Do they have challenges? Well, they asked me on the screen, a little pop-up, after I played for a while, a pop-up message came up, and they said, do you want to, something about the strike calls, do you want to make the balls oh. and strike calls automatically call all the the right calls, or do you want to have human error, mine like in real hu- baseball? Mine has human error. And I that. said, are you kidding me? I want the strike to be a strike and a ball to be a ball. I don't right. want a human error in a computer game human or error in any sucks. game. See, yes, <laughs> human error sucks. So yeah, I'm for replay and I'm for getting rid of the fat guys behind home plate yeah. and just getting a machine there to call balls I, and strikes.
2: I am all for robotic umpires. I'm, I'm all, all for, for just for robots taking over humans in general. You want some base wars. <laughs>
3: why why have human
1: error on anything when That's it can right. be avoidable? We can
3: be perfect. Yes. Yeah. Not we, they actually. They
2: can right. be perfect. They can perfect us. I want to yes. just sit in my floating chair drinking a slurpee and getting fat. And watching the baseball Why robots not? play.
3: Why not? Yeah. You can have a robot make money for you just to give it to you. In fact, the players don't even even need to play the game. We'll run a computer simulator and figure out who would win the game if yeah. it was actually played. And, then we'll, and we'll do it like that. How sure. horrible
2: would baseball be without human error? Where it's just the statistics, all the stats nerds would go crazy. They would love it. They would love it. They would love it until they realize there's nothing to watch.
3: But yeah, I would, I would put a replay guy up, up top at every stadium. Yeah, and no,
2: replay every single play. Just no, watch the play, get every call right. There's no what? need to go to New York. Just throw another umpire who's the TV umpire. Yep, and th- put put a couple guys up there to to
3: watch the whole then, thing. And if, and if the umpires get anything wrong. Right. Say, hey, just beep down. Two seconds. You're wrong. Right.
2: Right. Fix it. Right. There's no embarrassing the umpire. It's making calls right. You
3: don't have to have John Gibbons come up on the top step and just hang out for a while. Right. You, you don't have to have Buck Showwatch or make the headset symbol no, like or put in the earmuffs, whatever Buck Showwatch is doing down there. Uh, I don't understand. This seems so obvious that I don't I don't get it. I, I don't get this one. Why you don't want the calls right or why you just want certain calls right when it seems like an, it's an easy and quicker solution just to get all calls right.
2: That That's a uh, logic get all, all costs right yeah who would have thought of that
3: it's crazy
4: yay
3: uh oh boys and girls you know what that music means time for thoughts directions, wake him, up. Nudge him. fun facts I'll do a long intro as the intern wakes up I was gonna it's- say
5: I can never hear the music feeding through the computer so it's a little hard to always figure that out
1: Intern? I don't want excuses, intern. I want results, man. But even if you can't hear the music, you still hear us get all excited right. after what was otherwise a dreary podcast. And, and we all <laughs> turn and look at you. Yeah. And we say it's
2: time for intern the interview. In the so, house.
5: I figured out the name of the picture on August 12, 2015, who the Orioles had. I forget the what we're was What was no hitter against. Oh. oh, the Seattle guy? Who he was, was Kuma, Hishashi. Yeah. Iwakuma. There you go. Th- yep. There we I go. I know I'm saying that wrong, but. Yeah, I think it's pretty where, spot. What did the say
3: originally? Iwakuma. I, th- I think I said
2: it was Travis Ishikawa. All right.
3: <laughs> oh, oh all you right.
1: might so have right. heard that. Wasn't right. he, Was he at <laughs> an <laughs> Oriole for
3: I a I while?
2: Was, <laughs> I was trying to figure In out the where. First the first baseman. I was trying to figure that's out right. where the correction was. That's all. Yes. And I did look up some
5: fun Joey Rickard stats. Oh, nice. I love it. I'm selling. It turns out uh, Joey Rickard actually leads Orioles in stolen bases this year with three.
2: <laughs> wait, wait oh, really? uh, It seems to me like Rickard gets thrown out every time. he. Yeah, runs.
5: I bet
3: he
2: also leads He's in
5: stealing. He's been caught, caught stealing once.
2: No. Oh, yes.
5: Yeah. According to Orioles.com. And, uh, the only internets f- don't lie. The only other player, like the next closest player, is Pedro Alvarez with one, along with f- five other players.
3: I think Matt Weiders has a stolen base yeah. too, right? Remember that one.
1: That's ridiculous.
5: And Ridiculous. I did look up David Lowe versus Joey Rickard. Yeah? Yeah. For batting average, Rickard has a two forty five, Lowe has a two twenty six. Ooh. For Actually, that's, on that's base, better than I expected for Lowe. Yeah. For on-base percentage, Rickard has a three oh seven, Lowe has a three twenty nine. Okay. My uh, man Lowe's getting on-base more. However, Joey Rickard has scored 21 runs, whereas David Lowe has only scored five. Well,
2: that's because David Lowe's on the Phillies. What about defensive war? Hmm routes could you tell me who runs the better routes because i'm tired of hearing about routes
1: what about woozle wuzzle
5: i i I think i might be able to find the woozle wuzzle
1: oh something stupid like bart would say bucka bucka or woozle
5: wuzzle something like that and those are all my stuff all
2: right good stuff intern (laughs) no no corrections i appreciate that yeah we were good no it started with that word correction (laughs) the 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 player from seattle that we were all confused (laughs) on
1: that's when I knew the 2015 season was over. You guys tried to drag it on for a few more weeks, but there was no coming back from that no-hitter in Seattle
3: You tend to year. overreact to
2: that so game. Right. So, so were you saying the season's over after this performance? No, I Houston? said
1: the only bright side is right. it's not June 1st yet. I right. thought the intern did so, a pretty good so job
3: with Iw- Iwakuma. Can we um, can we just have the intern, every time Josh mispronounces his, na- his name, Bert and I won't say a word, We'll just wait to the end of the show and the intern can just read off a series of names that Josh got wrong. I don't think that's fair. That that's We what shouldn't that, do that.
1: That would be so hard for me to re- restrain myself. Yeah, you wouldn't <laughs> would need to
3: show some self-control there <laughs> to let the intern handle it all at the end. <laughs> but we'll keep the intern busy back there. All right, boys and girls, you can like us on Facebook, you can follow us on, on Twitter, on the Twitters, at section 336 the show. You can follow us on the Instagram at section 336 the show.
2: No the on either of those, but you're good. Yeah.
3: Section 336 show. I don't think anyone has looked for the 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 Twitter handle and could not find it because they typed in the. Right? That's probably didn't happen. Where someone's looking for the Twitter handle they typed in the show instead of show and they couldn't find it. I'm just saying it probably hasn't happened. So you guys section 336 show Okay. Can we also get a Twitter for the show just to cover our bases?
2: <laughs> if, if you're on the uh, Orioles Reddit, I saw tonight some guy has taken our Trumbo shirts and turned it into wallpaper for your iPhones and oh, cool. iWatches. Cool. cool. So if you would like that,
3: um, did 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 they give us an
2: HT? They they made a comment that they that that he was inspired by our shirts. Mm, nice. So something like that, but it's our exact artwork.
1: By the way,
3: I not caught inspiration.
1: I had to unfollow one of the uh, local Baltimore Twitter
2: people. Oh no! What happened? Uh, oh, Matt does the block. I, I, I do blocks. I, I, love blocks. I
1: should have done a block. I just did a hashtag unfollow. Choice language they had in response to my prediction three weeks ago when I said some other Orioles reliever is going to give a, a late inning dong uh, to I, David I, Ortiz. I
4: retweeted that. Yeah, that was getting
1: right. lots of retweets yesterday afternoon. What did someone say? Uh, f you was was exactly <laughs> what they said. To me. Was, was so, and then they come back, tried to come back saying they were joking. I can't take a joke. I'm like, well, how about I just unfollow you and we call it.
2: Sex? Oh, that's a that's a block. That's a, that deserves a block. Yeah. Well, they're unfollowed.
1: That doesn't so even
3: make sense anymore. in con- like, what, You weren't saying it's yeah, yeah, controversial. The tweet
1: was like three weeks
2: ago and it was right. funny <laughs> and <laughs> it was right. right and it was, and right. it was and right. true. It,
3: it was right. Was right. A
1: point. Hey, three
2: <laughs> sixers Xavier <Zabour> Roddy's <already laughs> always right. right. If Asher Tolliver struck out Ortiz.
3: It then you, could, then I would have some choice sure. language for Bert for yeah. being wrong.
2: Then tweet me f you. I don't
1: care. <laughs> no, I, I mean, if you know me personally and you think you're gonna be joking, you could tweet that at me, and I'll go ha ha. I don't know this guy, <laughs> so don't tweet that. At don't, if you've ever met me personally, <laughs> you can tweet that at me, and we'll have a nice little chuckle. I don't know you guy, so don't tweet, <laughs> don't tweet that at me. It's not
3: funny. <laughs> I don't know. You see, people on Twitter think they, Do it again and they, they you'll want. get blocked, right. even if I'm not even <laughs> following you anymore, jerk. Twitter, man. Everyone thinks we're everyone thinks everyone's friends. We think yeah. we're all buddies. I never met this guy. Never had a drink he's with never you. never come
1: to Buffalo Wild Wings and shook my hand. It wasn't 3-3-W <laughs> Camden. Wasn't nope. it. yeah I'll no. tell you after the show.
2: I only blocked that guy down in Australia. That was my block.
1: Uh, that guy doesn't bother me. Oh, unless b- he says F you to me and then he's... I don't, think,
3: I don't think he would say that.
1: <laughs> uh, speaking of Buffalo Wild Wings, we're going to be back there in a couple oh, yeah, weeks. Tuesday, weeks. June 14th, the Arundel Mills location, which we had a great time at the Arundel Mills last time we were there. So come out there and join us. The Orioles are playing who on
2: June 14th? The Red Sox. They're in Fenway.
1: Oh, boy. Maybe you don't want to come. Uh, But we'll be there. And and,
3: uh, and that might be a special show because that could be our last show altogether for a while. That was uh, I think we'll. I think
4: we have. We'll try one, squeeze we have. One one one, we're gonna
2: get one more in studio. Okay. I hope, before you go to Africa, but All it's right. your last time before Matt has the Africa s- to say goodbye before he kills himself on some island. It's it's possible. Uh 50 Fifty fifty shot. So you got to come out. So it's yeah, possible.
1: you should come. You should come.
2: And of All course, right. we'll be giving away tickets and yeah. maybe another. We gave away an Iron Manny.
3: Maybe we'll give away another. Ooh. And Buffalo wild, wild Wing sauce and gift, gift certificates. certificates.
1: It's worth your while to come.
3: And Arundel Mills is like the middle of everywhere. Everyone yeah. is close to Arundel Mills. We go to a movie after our show. Yeah. Do whatever. Just uh, in the parking lot. Some advice in the parking lot. Right. Bring a friend. And walk. <laughs> and walk zigzag. Yeah. <laughs> and always keep your keys clenching your fist, so the key is pointing out in case you need to jab anybody with it. Sure. Who
2: hasn't done that? Yeah.
3: Just Arundel Mills can be dangerous. Yes. Come join us. Bring your mace. That's right. All right, boys and girls. Thanks for listening. As always, you can follow all of us on Twitter. You can follow me at section336. Three, three, you can follow Bert at Bert Roadie. You can follow Josh at Josh the And, of course, you can follow the intern, That's but a, I a, wouldn't a recommend. recommend it. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And, as always,
4: go Oats. Section 336
2: is an affiliate of 24-7 Networks. Find Section
0: 336 on utahstreetreport.com. Um.